All right, good morning, everybody. Coming at you live and direct from sunny Florida. Episode two of Occult 45 podcast. Um, I got uh, two guys with me here. Uh, they are my first guests on here. Um, two very talented filmmakers from the UK across the ocean. Um, they run a, spe- a channel that's special to me. Um, it's Dreaming Jaguars, and they go into... Uh, DMT, a very sacred molecule in my life, um, and I just want to ask you guys a few questions about this very strange uh, molecule that I have stumbled upon. Uh, good morning, how are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, how good are you? Morning. Very well. So I got Justin Gale and Paul Duvall from Dream- Dreaming Jaguars in the UK with me here. Um, how long have you guys been experimenting with uh, DMT? 15 years. It's got to be 15 years. 15, yeah. 16 years, something like that. Wow, wow. Cool, cool. Yeah, I just I just got into it uh, a couple of years ago. Maybe I found your channel maybe like three years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's, it's totally changed my... It's uh, saved my life. I mean, I was... Uh, on doing all kinds of stuff. I was close to death and DMT found me and showed me the way to where I'm at now. Okay, mate. That's awesome. a good that's a good sign. That's what we're hoping for with this molecule. Yeah. A man. lesson. Yeah, lessons. It does give lessons definitely. It's uh Yeah, we we, we sort of we we've been experimenting with it for a long time. Um there you go. Sorry, Sorry about call me. No, no. Yeah, we, we um, yeah, we've been we've been into it for sort of fifteen years, but but it's been it's been a long process. It's not sort of like something that we jumped into, and then we've been you know doing it regularly for fifteen years. That's kind of where it came about for us. We, uh, I heard about it. Justin was kind of going through his own uh, existential crisis at the time. We've been friends for thirty odd years. Um, and, and I heard about it on a wild night out um, on various different chemicals and drugs with friends of mine back in the day. Uh, and a crazy guy that I knew sort of put me onto it. And, and I've been searching for, for, for something for a long time since probably the death of my dad um, some 25 years ago. And I thought, wow, this, is, this could be it. This could be, this could be what I'm looking for. So we, that's kind of where the journey started. And we, we found the molecule and we, we bought a gram of it. It cost us 300 pounds um, at the time. And we absolutely destroyed every bit of it, trying to work out how to do it. Because <laughs> my friend who was who is into it and who is kind of a bit of a shamanic character wasn't ready at the time to, to do it himself. Um, and he sort of said, kept saying to us, you know, don't wait until I'm ready. Otherwise, you're going to fuck it up. Um, and we fucked it right up the whole thing until the very last dose actually was was I had the very very last dose and managed to kind of just get it right because we had no knowledge I mean this is 15 years ago we had no knowledge of how to smoke it how to prepare it any kind of sacred you know um, ceremonial sort of aspect of it we were just like yeah let's do it and see how see how we get on it's almost like the intent wasn't right so you couldn't actually get it but then it was a little just at the very end it was just a little taster of just the the universe the reality kind of just fractalized and and i almost went into that state 
and, and we were like, well, Jesus, now that, it does work. It does work. And then we kind of, from there, we weren't able to get any more. So we then had to learn how to do the extraction process ourselves. And that then put us on the kind of correct trajectory um, to prepare it ourselves and to, you know, slowly, softly, softly catchy monkey, if that makes sense. And that's Absolutely. kind of from there, we've been sort of going going with it forward from there, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, so 15 years, sporadic using, getting to grips with the actual molecule, what the, you know, the whole intent behind the whole lot. And then, yeah, the ceremony of actually making it. Yeah. It, yeah. That became quite a lot of ceremony, you know what I mean? So it's not like, um, so psychedelics, I think they come into your life. They come in, well, it's certainly come in with us, with, the, you know, the DMT. It wasn't like, it was, it's never a recreational, let's no. have fun with this. No, 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 no. It's always like, um, it's always, we've always looked at it as, as a teacher. Yeah, as a teacher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, so. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, I, I'm with everything you just said. Um, Yeah, man, I find myself, yeah, it takes a, a few, sometimes months between experiences to just like process and figure out like what just happened to me like yes. you know so it, it's definitely yet yeah, i say often it's not a recreational thing you know people think it's this thing oh you just get fucked up or whatever it's not really like that you know it's it's a lot a lot more sacred and special than that um so um what uh do you guys um encounter beings often in that realm yeah i do more than just yeah. yeah, same, um, same here, same here. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty much every single time I'm, I'm yeah. contacting these things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, for Justin. Well, he can kind of fill you in, but he, he, he's kind of he has like a presence. There's definitely kind of an, an other to it. But for me, they seem to be just there waiting. If that makes sense, like they're waiting. Um, they almost like they know you're coming if that makes sense absolutely um, but it, it's it's we went through a period of doing dmt i suppose in, in in our in our most reckless period of doing dmt we were doing it every couple of weeks for maybe four months something like that yeah, yeah. probably longer there was times in between where it stopped but it was only like a couple of months but it was very 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 regular and 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 what we found is that the more regularly you have the experience, then the the, the kind of that that kind of geometric fractalizing is almost like a, um, a a barrier, sort of if that makes sense. And and you the more the more regularly you do DMT, the quicker that barrier is dispersed. So we got to a point where we were just hit 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 the dose, and then bang straight through into the breakthrough experience without any of the geometry you just woof, you're in you're, you're there and, and of course the, the entities are are there waiting um but yeah that is that is the for me that's the most interesting aspect of it that there is this other presence um you know and so we've kind of unpicked it and, and talked about it and done videos about it but it seems to be that for me, there's a regular presence, but she will kind of manifest in different ways and look different, but it always seems to feel like it's the same. And whether that's an aspect of me, I don't know. You know, no one knows. This is the kind of mystery, isn't it? That nobody knows what this is. 
yeah, but yeah. it's interesting, very interesting. Well, the uniqueness is that people have very similar experiences yeah. from yeah. all different cultures as well, and they'll come across the same sort of entities. Same entities well, yeah. well, right, and you know, a big. Th I'm sorry, there. Um, a big thing for me was finding your channel because when I first um, encountered the beings, and I was like, okay. This is very like external to me. It does not seem like it's in like it. It seems like it's being projected by me, but it's it does not seem like it's in internal. It seems like an external yeah. experience. And so I found your channel and it just really helped me to like connect all this shit. The, um, I'm not the only one seeing this stuff and a bunch of us around the world are seeing the exact same thing. Um, you know, a lot of the beings I come across, uh, this, a lot of them look like us. They're like very, very like elfy looking, but yeah. they're, they're, they have bigger ears and bigger facial features and they're, I mean, it's so yeah. hard, hard to really see them, but it's, yeah. um, they, they, a lot yeah, of them, I, can, I can resonate with that. I resonate yeah. with that. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, it's so it's, it's, it's when you have an experience where they're st st working on you with these tools and stuff, you know, that, that can shake a person up, you know, uh, I've had, uh, one standout experience for me. Um, I was, I woke up in this like, uh, pink, like liquid, like he wakes up in the matrix. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, uh -huh. he, I woke up in a tank just like that. And it, this was like towards the end of that experience, but I'm, I'm in this tank and all of a sudden I see like shadowy figures outside the tank and I could see them doing something. And then all of a sudden they plunge this freaking tube right into the tank and it goes into my heart. And my girlfriend who was uh, watching me through the experience, she saw me go like this, grab my chest and right on my, my chest got like very very hot at that moment so whatever they were doing to me in the realm that was yeah. direct direct directly affecting my body here um yeah. and just experiences like that man like i've had them stick like this weird tool in in between my two front teeth and then i came back to my body and i i just had this crazy metallic like metal liquid taste in my mouth and i just had to keep spitting in the trash can um, just experiences like this that really, really uh, shock you. Like, wow. Okay, this is this is something else here. Uh, what what's in a, a a standout experience that you guys might have had? Something like that. I, do you want to go first, or you go first? Well, Brett, because of, if I, I don't generally have much contact with entities, when they, you know, I have had them. They always bring me the information that I need at the time, but something Carl Hayden Smith said and something you've mentioned and I'm pretty sure you said the same having that uh, I never realised before but I had an entity who was trying to do something to my, the back of my neck when it when I was at the bungalow and I think you had the same thing yeah and I and Carl Hayden Smith said that, that well, I didn't get it at the time but Carl Hayden Smith said that he had been healed hadn't he, and given yeah. something, I don't want to yeah. go too much into it, yeah, yeah. but given something, like they'd worked on him the same way as you're saying that you've been worked on. And um, at the time when I felt this entity trying to do something to me, I was quite shocked and like aggressively was telling it to get, get away <laughs> without realising that it was actually probably trying to do some work on my dodgy shoulder, which I've actually got a dodgy shoulder. So, yeah, um, it's... It, it's that's, uh, but sorry, getting back to that outstanding experience, that's something that I find quite strange because I've never looked at that whole healing process physically, 
that might happen from an entity. Yeah. So there's a physical healing process going on as well, maybe. But well, you think about shamanic cultures. That's how they do their healing. Isn't it? They use. Yes. Yeah, they, they go into the psychedelic state to heal someone. Yeah. So therefore, we're not from a shamanic culture. So when those experiences happen, and and, it's, and, it, and, you, and, tr- and you, the same experiences happen to you, and you're like, "What the fuck? Get off! Yeah. You're doing because you're, you know, we look, we look, we look, we look at the experience as a. We do. It is a ceremonial, sacred experience, but it's, but it, it's, it's more of an exploratory sort of mindset yeah. for us. We're looking to try and explore the human mind, explore consciousness, explore reality. So we're not going into it from a kind of shamanic healing perspective. No, you're right. But at the same time, if that does happen to you, then you, you're kind of shocked by it. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I think for me, the, the, the regular, the regular entity that shows up is this blue skinned elfish lady and and it and it, you know i've read I, I listened to a graham hancock interview talking about his experience with ayahuasca and he said that he met a blue skinned lady and, and and that does seem to be a common thing purple skin blue skin but she's always kind of she's almost like a gatekeeper so sometimes if i don't go far enough i'll meet her and she's can be very She's very elfish and very childlike, but also sort of su- supreme being wisdom. And then sometimes if, if I'm going to go in further, she'll be the one that facilitates the, the sort of the entry into a deeper state. So I think I've had quite a few real deep ones, but I think for me, the, the two standout ones was the little girl with the, the look in the box. Oh, yeah. That was quite intense. So I'd, so we were sat, we were in Justin's offices where he used to have his business, and we were kind of sat around, and we 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 had a guy with us that was new to the experience, and he he kind of went, and it kind of almost a little bit changed the dynamics of the, the room, if that makes sense, with having a new person there. But I remember hitting the pipe, and then kind of being sat with. Um, no, no, it was like a crossroads. It was like almost like a crossroads, and there was a house, and it was very much, it was very DMT ge- geometry, but it was also very mapped out, like a like our physical world. There was a house and a street, and there was a child on a bike on a little tricycle. It kind of came up to me, and this is all you know going on in that kind of geometry geometric state, but and very fleeting. But she kind of came up to me and sort of sat next to me. And, and, I, and I was, there was a very erratic woman that was with flailing hair. You know, like the film, you know, remember the film Ghostbusters, the first ghost in the library. Okay. And it goes, ah, it's got the flailing <laughs> hair. There was a character like that. She was really, felt really ominous and quite hectic and very kind of disturbed and, and a bit, you know, um, freaky. And I was getting freaked out by this 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 thing that was in front of me. And the little girl who, who kind of had a hood up, had blue skin. And I kind of noticed that it was the blue skinned entity that had kind of come to, but in a child form. And she was sort of saying, don't concentrate on that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Look at this. Look at this. And she sort of grabbed me and sort of went, shh, to really kind of, you know, get my attention. And she sort of went, look in the box. And then kind of went from there into wow. looking into what was like a, like the Ark of the Covenant, but 
you know, but inside this thing was just swirling quantum physics and, 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 you know, realities being born. And I kind of was just, you know, looking at this, she was looking at it, I was looking at it and then shush, we kind of went into that and then it opened up into this immense pyramidal type sort of space. And it, she took me out of that freaky space into this other space, which was a way deeper level. Um, and then I remember sort of just kind of, you know, as you do, it, it's over before it begins, if that makes sense. And I remember just kind of coming out of it and sort of looking around the room thinking, you know, if, if, if you'd have cut my head off in that space and I'd, I would have, I would have stayed there. Do you know what I mean? It was that, oh, it was that yeah. far into it. That was epic. That was, that was epic. That yeah. Yeah, man. I find myself uh, coming back after these experiences, like, Every single time I'm like, this is impossible, you know, it's like, yeah. wow. And I say that every single time because it's just each one is so deep. And so just it should like Terrence McKenna said, it shouldn't exist. But it, it yeah. does. It yeah. does. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, man. Um, I've yeah, these these beings are like so I, I've been talking l lately about, you know, if if these beings have. Um, the even half the stuff that they show me in this realm, I mean, speed of light travel is probably nothing for them, you know? Um, what do you think about uh, it being related to the UFO subject? Do you think it's uh, all connected to this this stuff? That's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a difficult one to, to really, like, you could really say, so let's, let's look at it. The entities have been proven to be pretty similar, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and they've, I think you could go into a sleep paralysis, can't you? Where you might be, your body might be inducing lots of DMT at the time. Is that what we're talking about? Well, I think like if, if you, you kind of got, you, it's easy to get lost in it because it's such a big experience and it's like, it's so alien and it's so intense and it's so, it's so affirming that it's something else that is going on that, that maybe we're a hundred, 200, 500 years away from being able to, you know, understand what it is. But you've got to kind of look at it from a scientific as, as scientific a perspective as possible. So like Justin just said, there are constants or sort of constants. And those constants are that people do have entity experiences and actually across countries and continents people do see the same entities i've seen the mantis alien type same same here creature. same here yeah and, and and so so you know you and i live in different countries um you know i live in kind of rural england you live in florida so i suppose arguably we watch the same stuff we watch american film but 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 culturally there is a difference and it why would you and why would i see a mantis alien I've, i i mean i've always been fascinated with praying mantises but it's not something that's been a huge part of my life so there are these constants that people see the same sort of stuff so then and then if you think about the fact that dmt is naturally induced or created by the brain you can kind of see that maybe you know in in rural america someone's has someone somebody in in has a uh, a naturally induced DMT experience, well, what are they going to think? They're going to, in the middle of the night, they, they have a DMT experience that comes on naturally for whatever reason, the body produces more DMT. 
automatically you're going to either think God or you're going to think alien. Whether or not they are linked is interesting and, and, and maybe, I mean, maybe, you know, the, the people are sort of talking now about these UFOs. Well, they, I, I mean, I definitely think the, Uf, the UAP, the UFO thing is a real phenomenon. I mean, it's been looked at for God knows how long, but, but now there's kind of theories that actually these, there is some link to the mind and these UFOs. So are we saying, right, that it's the DMT that makes people see the aliens now, right, which is one theory, or when you do DMT, you go, you see another reality, like that last collapse of the wave particle, that last thing. We're now seeing another reality, which is the reality that the aliens live in, and then they could actually transfer to this reality as well in a physical way. Maybe. Maybe, so maybe it's them having, maybe they're maybe they're having their own DMT experience by <laughs> yeah. coming to us. Right. Yeah, right. That's a good. That's it's a good one. There. I don't know. I mean, it, it does. Like, it's 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 so. I mean, there's so much to. It's like looking at the ocean and, and saying, right, I can guess. I'm going to guess what's in that. Whether you've never seen an ocean before, right? It's just. It's so big, and I think sometimes, it's it's sometimes it's 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 more settling to not think too much about what it is if that makes sense yes yeah, and just know it's there just yeah, go with it and know it's there i think i think personally it's definitely something to do with dying experience i think yeah i think death and dmt are very closely linked i'm with um, that yeah yeah i think i think it's you know we had this conversation a couple you, of think days ago. you think it's the gateway i think it's i think like it's the path is so we've done it you probably watched our video with pascal michael so he's um the guy he's a young lad who lives quite close to us bizarrely this this whole dmt thing has thrown up these people with serious amounts of knowledge that actually don't live very far from us they could live anywhere in the world but they're all very local which is a weird wow. thing uh, but he's a he's a phd student at greenwich university and what he said to us was that it's now proven that there is, is it 600 times more DMT than they thought is released at death. But that's still so. So I think it's 600 times the amount of DMT released at death, at the moment of death, than they thought was released before they did this experiment with the mice. Uh, but it's that 600 times more DMT is still Minuscule. way lower than a breakthrough dose of DMT. So. His, his kind of take on it is that maybe at the moment of death, D, more DMT is released, but in conjunction with other electro in, electric impulses that are going on in the brain, also large amounts of serotonin, dopamine, all these different hormones. Which are all psychedelic as well. Which are all psychedelic in big doses. The whole thing is what kind of then releases the life force into the other. Well, if you... If you look at it from the perspective of where your body is healthy and you're sat here and you hit DMT, then you kind of you have one factor of that, and then that experience maybe takes you to an offshoot of the death space or or partially into the death space, and then or lets you in but leaves something behind. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a muddying of the dying experience. Um, so yeah, but I mean, you, you just know. discussed our next, just discussed the next, next video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man, yeah. I got, I got the, I got the sneak peek, huh? Got a yeah. sneak peek. 
But I, I do think the uh, the whole UAB thing. I think I think just if if you say to yourself, or if I say to myself, that there is so much fucking going on in reality that we haven't got a fucking clue about, and that kind of gives me some peace. Well, we've only got one yeah. partial point of reality. It's like that thing about the spectrum of light. It's if you take, is it the Mississippi River? It's one inch. So you've got the whole of the Mississippi River, and what we see is one inch. One inch. One inch stream. One inch of the stream of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know fuck all, do we? Let's be honest. We know, we know, we know fuck all, really. Right. And, you know, that's that's the reason this this topic here that we're discussing this morning is um, it's, it's so interesting and it's endless because it just really shows you we really have no idea. You know, yeah, we really, and once you have in it the DMT, it's a humbling experience, you know, because it just, it, it, you're taught to believe, okay, all that's bullshit, none of it exists. And then you find out it does exist, and it's like, wow, okay, we really don't know what's going on here. This is, I just, I'm getting a deep sense of knowing in my core, like this, we're a part of something so ancient and so sacred that's been going on for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That is right. Yeah, we've been we've been literally blocked from it over the last hundred or two years, haven't we? Or yeah. all sixty, seventy years at least. Yeah, that war on drugs thing that has stopped it's just uh, people being able to pick up a molecule like this. Even, you know, any psychedelic which can change your perspective is, I suppose, a danger, isn't it? That's their that's their. It's fear. a danger to non-compliance. Non- yeah, I mean, yeah. when you come out of the DMT experience, the first thing you think of is that this 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 reality for that for that sort of fleeting five or ten minutes as you're coming out, you think that this is the fake reality, this is the illusion, oh, and that is the real thing. And then you, think, the you start to think years. about what's going on with your governments and 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 all of that kind of bullshit, and you just think, what a load of what a load of crap, you know? This is. It's bigger than that. And I think, like Justin said, we've almost been dumbed down. We're almost being made to suppress those experiences. And this whole COVID thing, I can't help thinking, I am a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, but I can't help thinking that before pre-COVID, there was this huge move towards well-being and you know natural health supplements and a, a sort of the meditative state of being and you had to, they had this explosion of psychedelic research and then all of a sudden governments around the world in you know egypt with alice springs and and various people are just standing up and saying this is bollocks to to their governments and all of a sudden bang we've now got covid and we've got this whole vaccination passport fucking you know compliance and sort of it, it's almost like they're trying to the powers of beer trying to take back control Absolutely. before it gets out of hand, before we just turn around and say enough is enough. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with that a hundred percent. Um, I think they, they, there's groups that, that do know about this. Um, I think, I mean, if something like that, as real as the DMT realm is out there, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're, in, they're, they're in some underground facility injecting this shit, you know, and they have been probably for a long time. Um, so this is a good segue into my last topic here. Um, the familiar, the familiarity of when you, um, the, you know, like the Freemason temples, you see, you find that white and black checkerboard floor. A lot of times when I go into the DMT realm, 
I see that floor, you know, it's very, it's very checkerboard, black and white, exactly like that. And, you know, so that just, it's like them, a little clue right there. Like, well, we, we know about this shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, when you, when you look at the, the temples. Have you looked at the Islamic, the Islamic temples? Absolutely. The, the, <laughs> the tile work, the stuff, you know, it is immense, isn't it? Yeah, You're like, there's no way these guys were not doing psychedelic yeah, drugs yeah. to be able to come the, up with that geometry. Right, yeah. right. Or, the, or that, that temple in uh, Sri Lanka, you know, with the crazy, yeah. cra I mean, that's the realm yeah, right, yeah. right there, you know? And like you say, there's lots of hidden, there's lots of kind of, uh, yeah, sort of stuff that goes back through the Masons, through the Christian church, through all the different religions that kind of point to this. And maybe that is the secret. Maybe that that is the bedrock of society, which 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 is held onto by our leaders, is this kind of old sort of, uh, you know, the old Christian and, and religious factions that kind of govern people's morals if all of a sudden any man on the street can have this kind of religious out-of-body experience then knowing that there is a higher power than what is the highest power on earth which is the leaders of the planet everyone's just going to turn around and say well i think you make, you make your own assumptions and you get your own morals from from doing psychedelics they're like you know you get shown the ego you get shown your defects you're able to like deal with paths that your life is coming down in a, a more or something, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. more uh, grown up way, if you like, empathetic. So when you have the psychedelic experience, you're kind of healed, aren't you? And yeah. that and that itself is a. Uh, you're then able to look at the world and the morals yourself from a personal perspective rather than being fed this stuff and told how we should behave, you actually know how to behave, yeah. which is a different thing altogether, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's not something that, that is wanted because you're making your personal assumptions. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not, and, you're and, not and, a good and part, the, part of the and system. And the powers that be want us to believe that we can't actually live together without being governed in that way, I suppose. And well, if, I think if, if you, if you, you know, at the end of the day, the, the reality is that, that, that they are few and we are many, right? So if you've got a country like the UK that's got 70 million people in it and it's being governed by and run by a couple of thousand people, if that 70 million people turn around and say, fuck you, we ain't doing it anymore, uh, then right. then then you've lost control. So, I don't know how we went off on this tangent because we were talking the geometry and the shapes and the monsters. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're quite fixated with it at the moment. This yeah. whole this whole government control thing is uh, yeah. But no DMT. Yeah, go man. and do it. <laughs> for, for sure, for cool. sure. Um, yeah. real, uh, real quick, have you have you guys ever experimented with five uh, meo from the the toad? No, no, but we are going to because okay. um, Carl Hayden Smith, who is obviously the guy who has done the deep dive extended state um, DMT session at King's College, Imperial College Hospital in London. Uh, he is a very big purveyor of and a facilitator of 5-MEO. So but it's synthesized, isn't it? It's not toad. It's the synthetic version. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, that's... because there's, a, there's quite a big... Well, there seems to be the people who are spoken There's a bit to, of a divide. A bit there? of a divide about actually 
getting the toad and doing it in that way. But, but these guys are these guys are the guys that we've been we've we've done videos with and, and, and are now sort of friends with Carl Hayden Smith, Dave, Dr. David Luke. These are all kind of heads of psychiatry and you know at, at prestigious universities in the UK. They they are the most educated people you could possibly speak to. And they've all said there is absolutely no difference between the synthetic 5-MeO and the toad venom. In fact, it, you've, you've, you're taking out any of the toxicity from the toad venom and you're just getting the 5-MeO DMT. So if, if, if they, for something that we haven't experienced and know nothing about, we've kind of got to listen to them and say, you know, fair enough. But Carl is a very big facilitator of it. Um, and a, and a, and a, you know he, he talks about it very highly. So we are it is on the cards for us Wait, to so uh, facilitate. I think probably not facilitator. No, so that's probably the wrong thing. Um, he, he's he's experienced. Yeah. With okay, five right. not in a in a clinical in a clinical That's actually what got me here. I did that first. I went to Mexico and did that. Um, I did I did oh. I, I began and then forty hours later. I did five MEO and that, you know, it, it let me experience death and come back to my body, the real me, who I'm supposed yeah. to be, you know, die and that, before you die. right. And that was, that was almost March 19th. It'll be three years. And, you know, that's why I got him right here tat tattooed right there on my right hand, because, because that I, I just look down at that and just remember that experience for the rest of my life. And, um, yeah. that, that's what, that's what yeah, got I mean, me here. I I would definitely go with it. I would definitely do the toad venom. I mean, you know, I'm not, yeah. Given the right situation for real, yeah. But that Ibogaine. Yeah, so how was the I, Ibogaine? Oh, I want to it, know about it, that. It was intense. It was an all-night experience. Um, I, w I was communicating with a ancient, it looked like a Mayan deity. He was like very, oh. very made, he was like made of stone almost. But I mean, right. Right, right when that shit kicked in, it's like he entered the room with me. And he was just drawing stuff like everything in my life that was making me use the drugs and making me feel how I was feeling. He was just drawing that right in front of me and beating it into my head until I understood. And then we'd go over another subject. He'd draw that right in front of me. And th these are open eyed. It, it, it wasn't closed eyed like like DMT. Well, I know usually when I go in the DMT realm, my eyes are closed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but this was all oh, this was uh, my eyes were open and this is happening in the room with me and uh, yeah it was an all night um thing and he was just going over all that stuff that was making me do what i was doing and it was intense um i have more about that on my youtube channel i have like a 25 minute video there you guys could check I'll out watch that. Yeah, um, watch yeah yeah, yeah. subscribe to I've, we've seen you've commented I, I didn't know you had a youtube channel so we'll get on that and have a, have a look for sure, man. For sure. Um, yeah, man. Um, Paul Duvall and Justin Gale from Dr Dreaming Jaguars in the UK. I want to thank you guys so much for being my first guests on here. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let me great. letting me test my interview skills on you. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're all in it together. Right? We are all in it together. Absolutely. There's no wrong way. It's just, uh, it is what it is. It's good. For, Go. for sure, man. Uh, for for our listeners, you want to just tell them uh, where we can find you at? Yeah, so we've got a website, which is www.dreamingjaguars.com. Uh, and then obviously YouTube um, forward slash Dreaming Jaguars. That's where you can see all the videos. 
Um, yeah, that, that's kind of it at the moment. We're just, I mean, we, we've, we haven't really gone to, you know, we haven't gone to town as much as we should do with consistency on the YouTube channel, because that's why it's still a small channel. But at the same time, we're building a good community. Everybody seems to be responding well to the videos and, and interacting with us. So we just need to push on it now and we'll, we'll kind of hopefully Let's get Let's be fair, we're doing it for the exploration of DOT, not for the, yeah, not, not to create not, a YouTube channel. Yeah, to, but it's nice, it'd be nice to be, you know, meet a, a broader, yeah. a broader audience. It's but great to connect yeah. with people. It's great to yeah. connect with people like you, Evan, at the end of the yeah. day. That's what it's all about. And, yeah. and these things, these things start small and they echo and they become big. And then before you know it, you know, we've changed the world. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys are doing a great job. Your videos are awesome. Uh, everybody who's interested in this topic needs to go check these guys out. Dreaming Jaguars, their channel's awesome. Video filming skills are tops. Um, I don't know who flies that drone. Who's that? You guys? Yeah, it's me. It's yeah, that, that's you, right? Oh, my God, dude. That's just that lands. Those landscapes over there is amazing. I want to go over there one day and check that out. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, if you do, give us a shout. Yeah, absolutely, sure. guys. Absolutely. All right, man. Thank you for being my first official guest on Occult 45, and we will talk soon. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Mike. All right. Thanks, guys. Cool. Cool, man.